Well, hello everyone. We are back and we are here with David Cowan, the founder of Alley's Alliance. How are you, David? I'm outstanding. I really am well this morning. So, David, I want to know more about the, the motorcycle trip that you took. It had to have been such a journey with ups and downs and uh, you probably learned a lot about your endeavor with Alley's Alliance, but mm -hmm. probably a lot about yourself as well. Am I correct in saying that? Every, yes. Okay. S 61 days, yes. almost uh, 16,000 miles, 15,983 miles. That's incredible. Oh, my goodness. Um, it, was, it was incredible. I, I left Jupiter, Florida uh -huh. on the 28th of June, and I headed south. You know, the idea was to hit the extreme four corners of the country. Right, so that, right, was, right. that was the goal. So I left Jupiter, and I went to Key West, and I spent the first night under the stars. Oh, You know, sleeping, yes. sleeping in Key West uh, 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 through a... Were you uh, camping? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. The, uh, uh, through a friend, uh -huh. uh, there, was, there was somebody that was managing a campground in Key West, and they, they gave me a, a, a spot for the night, and it, mm -hmm. was, it was just a great way to start the trip. Yes, absolutely. And, and so, and Key, and Key West, you know, uh, bless those people for what they've been through and, and the damage down there right now, okay. but it's a beautiful yeah. place, and my heart goes out to them sure. and what they've been through, but, yes. but back in June, it was pristine and wonderful, and it was a great place to right. be. Um, I left Key West the very next morning and headed up the west side of, Can uh, of, of Florida around the Gulf, and I went up through uh, Mobile and uh, Meridian, Mississippi, and then into Shreveport. And then I dropped down, and I, I have a niece uh, that lives in Corpus Christi. So I went down, and I went down Galveston Island, and there was an amazing moment there that I, I have to share because it brought me to tears just about at the time, but there's a, there's a toll bridge. Okay. that runs uh -huh. from the bottom of Galveston Island over uh, to San Luis Pass, which is just the other side of the bridge. Right. And I, I waited in line, and it's, it's like a 2 or $3 toll. I, okay. I forget what it was. Right. <laughs> but I pull up, and there's just a little toll box and whatnot, and I went and slid my, uh, my 2 or $3 under the rock yes. that they have in, in the, so it doesn't blow away because the yes. wind's blowing. And... Um, on my motorcycle, I have three flags on the back of the bike. There's an American flag, there's a POW MIA flag, and right. there's a Marine Corps flag. Okay. And the gentleman that was running the toll booth looked at the back of the bike, and he says, are you a veteran? And oh. I said, yes, I am. Okay. And he said, you, sir, go for free. Oh, my goodness. And up, I, I, I was stunned. I, I just blew me away. You know what? It rekindles your faith in humanity when that, something like that happens because it is... It is a, it should have been noticed is my point because, and, and I am blown away that it, that happened it, to it, you. I almost fell off the bike. Right, <laughs> you know, exactly. It was, it was amazing yes. and, uh -huh. and it, it literally almost brought me to tears. It's like, you know, the, the um, you know, occasionally, you know, you get somebody that says thank you for your service or whatnot. Right. But apparently that's a, a, a policy within the state of Texas. That is, uh, is, is, is you know they are very very keen uh -huh. about veteran recognition and right. so um, that was just a, an emotional moment that really caught me off guard. Yes. Uh, but it was it was very very special. Um, I went to from there I, I went and saw my niece and and whatnot and then I had a wonderful night with them and uh, went up to San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, beautiful city, really really beautiful mm -hmm. city in the Alamo and and all of that. And then hit it out to the West Texas Hill Country, and that was that was wonderful. And that took me to uh, Santa Fe, which is one of my favorite cities. Really, why? Santa Fe is an old city. It's a very old city, but the the city has 
maintained its uh, architectural standards. Everything out there in the entire city is is in the Adobe standard that, uh -huh. you know, that, that started. I don't think there's a, a building in the entire place that's over about three stories. If they if there is, they're very oh, rare. Oh my goodness! Uh, but you're up about seven thousand feet, you know. Mm -hmm. So it just the the view and everything else like that. But the city is built around an old plaza. It's an old mm -hmm. Spanish town, right. uh, and the the central plaza is is key to the whole city, and. Um, in the evenings, people gather there, and they have bands, and they have uh, street performers. Santa Fe is a happy city, you know. Uh, it just is amazingly happy. upbeat. There's a, there's a wonderful word. We all want more happy in our lives. That must have made such an impact. It did. It, yes. it did. It was. It, people smiled all uh -huh. the time. They were happy to be there. Yes. Uh, there's there's. It's a very diverse city. There's a, I mean, if you if you know where it's at, you know the history and everything else. Right. But there's a huge Hispanic population. There's a huge Native American population. Uh, there's the just it's it's all of these groups coming together, and it's a melting you know, pot. Maybe you know I, I might be naive about the whole thing, but very little friction. You know, I'm sure in history there's been yeah. issues, uh, but but today and and you know the the feeling that I got was just a large aggregation of people that were happy to be there enjoying life mm -hmm. and 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 comfortable with each other that is wonderful and uh, that must have been refreshing I, to, it, it, to it have that everyone is accepted and uh, everyone works together right it's what it felt like oh, it, yeah, it, it yeah. felt like that and sure. and uh, uh, the the Native American population there is very significant mm. uh, and they're and they're they're wonderful artists you know with the things that they do and the, and the products that they produce are just incredible and very very beautiful and unique to them yes. and and people don't again I don't think that, that people understand but there's there's a wide range of tribes down there uh, some of which have never signed a peace treaty with the United States oh my goodness <laughs> but yes. there, there are Navajo yeah. and Pueblo and Hopi and Apache and all of these groups come together and and there it's 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 enlightening to talk with them right. you know you can sit there and have a, a, a genuine conversation and and see a different point of view right and yes. and that I find wonderful you it know is, it is I probably open I mean you are, are very open at least I, I perceive that you're very open but when you go things like uh, through like that it really reminds you of the importance of being open and right. accepting am I right and and, yes. and that's so true and and again I don't want to I don't want to get off the, the the rails here or anything else like that but it, it's something that's missing in key parts of our country is true. this idea that we do have different perspectives. We all have different agendas, mm -hmm. you know, but we, we really should try to work to get along together and not everybody can have everything that they want. Right. You know, but if we're not talking together, it's never going to happen. No, it will not. <laughs> you know, yes. So, yeah. Talking yeah. about it brings it out into the forefront and, um, you know, that's how things are resolved a lot of right. times. Right. And it's how we find the path yes. forward. And I, and, and I wish we had more of that. But Santa Fe yes. definitely brought that into focus for me. Um, I left Santa Fe and I headed up into uh, the, the Four Corners. There's that place where the four states come together and it's kind of an iconic place and I enjoyed that. Yes. And there was some uh, Native Americans there as well that I had a chance to talk with. But then I headed up into the canyons of Southern Utah, which is one of the most spectacular places that you will ever be. Really? Uh, it just, it's, it's, Utah has, I think it may be the largest 
collection of national parks, but okay. but it's it's certainly a significant one. Sure. Uh, but I went up into Capitol Reef and then headed down into Bryce Canyon and whatnot. And Bryce, if you look at the pictures on the internet, just completely, yeah. it's it's a a, a fairyland of beauty. Um, but one of the more hair-raising parts of the trip uh, was coming down from Capitol Reef. There's there's a roadway, and I if my if recollection serves, I think it's called Utah 12. Okay. It's a road. Yes. But it runs the ridge tops from Capitol Reef to Bryce Canyon National oh, Park. Okay, so to, I can only imagine. So tell us about that. Well, there's a portion of that road that's been nicknamed Hell's Backbone. Okay. So I kind of. <laughs> You know, right. get that picture. But you're literally, you're on a two-lane blacktop highway right. at the edge. <gasps> and on either side, there is no shoulder <laughs> and there are no guardrails. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, okay. And you go along and then the, to drive the point home, uh, when you're, you're really, I think it's about two-thirds of the way south towards yes. Bryce, uh, but it's up at the upper elevation you come to a permanently installed traffic light. Okay, it's on a big arm. Okay, uh -huh. And there's a sign that explains that the road beyond that point is so unstable that half of it falls off all the time. Oh my goodness, <laughs> so you, you traveled this road. I traveled this road, okay. and, and what happens is that when the road isn't there, yes. the traffic light is, is working <laughs> to tell you to wait <laughs> for the upcoming traffic to come up so then the light changes so that you can go down. And, and at that point, you're on a one-lane road right. with no guardrails oh, and no shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so you were taking your life into your hands. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting, but on a motorcycle, you know, if, if you're familiar with motorcycles at all, motorcycles go where you look, okay? Sure. It's yeah. just, it just yeah. somehow the English, the body English works that way. But, but your eye is drawn to the edge. <gasps> Oh my goodness, so and you had to resist the urge to look that way. Well, the thing of it is, is you know, if, if, if you're experienced with it and disciplined and whatnot, you know, you learn to focus on the road and that's where you go. Yes. But then the, uh, the, the errant thought pops into your head, well, if I'm going to look at the road, why am I here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's true. So you were glancing back and forth. Right, and you're trying not yeah. to get off your line. Oh. And there's not a lot of, you know, it's like one of my old Marine Corps buddies, you know, yeah. uh, sent me a message on Facebook, and he says, I always hated roads where, where the cure for a mistake is a parachute. <laughs> and that is that road, right? It's, oh it's, it's amazing because... Do you have it, a picture of it? Uh, there is a picture on Facebook of me, I think I have a picture of the bike at a, at a, a little tiny pull-off where that where uh -huh. that traffic light was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it looks out, and you can see, you, you're looking down 5,000 feet. Oh. But the but the the part of the hard thing, you know, whether you're in a car or on a motorcycle or whatnot, is, is that you're you're accelerating uphill into a switchback, and really? so 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 you're you're power on up, uh -huh. and then the road changes direction and you and you're going like this. Oh my goodness! And and it's like I, I don't know how to explain it, right. but but it it makes your stomach a little flippy even just yes. thinking about it. Right, it does. I yeah. mean, just you even saying that. That must have been, that probably taught you a lot about you and courage and... and it just, oh. well, I mean, there, 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 there really is no courage to it. Once you start, there's no turning back. Yes, <laughs> you yes, know? It's, right. it's, it's so, you know, the, uh, but it was, it was an amazing time. And, and it was, uh, and it's beautiful. It, it, you know, right. and, and sometimes there's a little terror and beauty and yes. back and forth. But it, you know what, and, 
in that is very much like life, isn't it? I mean, in life, life is not smooth sailing. No. And sometimes those terrifying moments and those uh, uncomfortable moments are the moments that we grow the most. And One. I must know from this entire trip, how did you grow personally? I, I think that that story, honest, to be honest with you, I think that story is still to be told. I think it's. I think it's a growing. I, I think. I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you with what you say. Um, that I think that there is no real growth until you get out of your comfort zone. True. Um, you know the the you know one of my favorite sayings is that God puts everything you want on the other side of fear. Yes, and I like that. Say that again. I, uh, God puts everything you want on the other side of fear. That's great. That's and, really and, wonderful. And and. You know, but but it speaks to that point. You've, you 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 if you're gonna grow, you have to get past the, your comfort zone. Yes. You got to do things different than you've done. Right. And so uh, I think that the impact of the trip on me uh, over the long haul uh, will be more growth. You know, I mean, it it uh, the one of the most formative things in my entire life was my experience with the United States Marine Corps. Yes. Okay. okay. The Marine Corps teaches you that you can do things you never thought you could do. Okay. And it teaches you that no matter what's happening, you can always put one foot in front of the other. True. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so, so those, those are, are, are key things. Um, I think this trip was emblematic of that. It was an know? exercise in that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. 16,000 miles by yourself. Right. Uh, you know, get up in the morning and, and put a few more on. Uh, is, is, you know, that's, you know, you just, you know, the, the old saying, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time. Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't so. want to eat the whole elephant. <laughs> you know, so this trip, I mean, just, uh, I mean, uh, summarizing what you're talking about, it was terrifying. It was uplifting. And it really, uh, did it fulfill your mission with LA's Alliance? Oh, I, absolutely. I, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, we, we did television interviews. Oh, good. Around the entire country, we had 14 or 15 live interviews, and we had uh, six or seven where we submitted a video package that got recut and, and right. aired. Uh, but I haven't seen the final media report yet, but the preliminary report is in. And I think we reached into over a million households. That's great. That's and really so wonderful. we raised a lot of awareness for Allies Alliance, but I got to talk to people, right. you know. And, you know, the trip took me from that place in Utah. From there, I went up through Death Valley, spent two days in Death Valley, which is, you know, a, a very stark yes. thing. I, I, was, I was at the eastern portal of, of Death Valley at dawn. It was 82 degrees. Oh. By the time I got two-thirds of the way across the valley, uh, at 8.15 in the morning, it was 111. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can only imagine. And, and How hot does it get there? The July, the, of the, day? the July average for daytime temperatures is 127. That's incredible to me. I have never been in heat like that. It's 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 it, it is almost heart stopping. Right. I, can, I can only imagine. But you know the yeah. difference is you know people say well it's dry heat. Well yeah it's dry heat but it's still 127 degrees. Um, but the thing of it is is that a lot of it's radiant heat. Uh -huh. If you can find a place in the shade, yes. it's almost tolerable. Okay. But when you step out into the sun, you're cooking. You know, and, and anybody that's ever been in the desert, you know, one of the things I found uh, going south from Death Valley, uh, there's a huge naval uh, research center at China Lake. Okay. And I was talking to some people there, and we don't think about these things, but in places of extremes, okay, mm -hmm. the work day starts at 3.30 in the morning 
and is over at one o'clock because after that you can't touch a car handle. That's interesting. The people literally burn themselves touching the doorknob. They adapt their work work days because of that. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. It's 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 yes. it's a huge thing. Um, but you know, you talk about you know how it changed. You know where the the growth thing. I went from I went from China Lake down to San Diego, and then started up the Pacific Coast Highway, and I and I I rode all that. Um, there's a couple of places that you can't get to right now. True. Uh, Camp Pendleton is closed off because of the th terror threat level. Um, there's a chunk of the of the uh, Pacific Coast Highway that is gone that yeah. fell into the ocean True. near uh, yes. Big Sur and and Carmel. Uh, but I rode as much of it as I could could get yes. to. But I was standing at a scenic overlook uh, just north of Malibu, and I'm just looking. The, the Pacific Ocean there is beautiful. Yes, absolutely yes. gorgeous. And there was a, a gentleman standing there, and, and we're just taking it in. You know, it's just beautiful. And I got talking to him. Turns out. He's a uh, retired uh, doctor. He's a, uh, I'm not sure what they call it, but somebody that does actual eye surgery. Okay. Uh, opth ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Uh, but he has three children that all went into healthcare, one of which was an oncologist. Oh, that's interesting. And so, so you're again, past cross that way. Yes. Well, and, and this is just one example. Yes. You know, but it's a small world, and, and, and everybody's connected to somebody, and Nobody doesn't know somebody right. that's touched by cancer. That's true. That is and, very true. And that's so a good point to make. And that's probably, I mean, going to the four corners like you did, mm -hmm. you met people inadvertently. Yes. Uh, and um, who have been touched by it. It probably really made it concrete in, in your mind that that is, I mean, there is nobody uh, probably in the United States that doesn't know somebody struggling. Oh. Abs absolutely, yes. absolutely. It, it, it touches everybody. Right. You know, um, as I worked my way north, I went to the furthest corner north and west in the country, yes. which is a place called Cape Flattery, which is the most mystical, magical, wonderful thing that you can ever imagine. It's part of the temperate rainforest uh, up there in the corner of Washington. You're right on the, on the coast where there's a point and there's these platforms and you can look across the Pacific at the kelp forest and, yeah. and all of that. And then you can look over towards Canada and Vancouver on the north side and there's the sea caves and that deep blue and, and the whales going by right. out there. Yes. And it's just, it just magical. Oh. But the gentleman that operated the motel where I stayed a little bit uh, east of there uh -huh. was a Vietnam vet who was suffering some of the after effects of Agent Orange. And there's a deep-rooted connection, as much as nobody wants to admit it or anything else like that. There's a deep connection between various cancers and Agent Orange. Yes, that is and, true. And, and, you know... Um, there was another connection. Yeah. It's almost like as you were traveling, you were connecting the dots. I mean, well, and that's... And you're, you're encircling the entire nation. That's it. Right. And, and so f from there, uh, I went across, there was a, I went across... Uh, uh, Eastern Washington and Idaho and Montana and into the Dakotas and uh, there was a, a, a lady that I, I, I don't know how these things happen but I bumped into her in like four successive oh rest areas really? we were getting fuel and whatnot yes, uh -huh. and uh, and uh, ultimately you know we you know first we stopped to take pictures of the same thing and then we stopped to get fuel and then finally finally I had to had to have a conversation with her because we were like the fourth time <laughs> we bump into each other There's over 800 miles or something right, exactly. but she was a uh, uh, a retired uh, over the road trucker okay and she had lost her partner oh. uh, to cancer 
and we had a long talk about that and everything else like that. But again, um, it's something that touches everybody. It really does. It you does. Know? Yeah, and for so sure. And so then you progressed to, I think, Maine, right? Well, I went from I went from uh, from the Dakotas to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Right. In the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, I came down to uh, Missouri. Okay. I yes. was outside of Columbia, Missouri. I have some right. family there. Uh huh. And then I proceeded east, uh, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and up through uh, the southern tier of New York. Right. And I went up to uh, Maine. Okay. And I, yes. I have family up on the eastern part of Maine. And uh, I went up to the furthest point north and east, which is a little town called Madawaska. Madawaska, okay. Maine. Yes. Uh, and there is actually a Four Corners motorcycle park in Madawaska uh, that, that actually has a monument there uh -huh, sure. to, to people that do this trip. Yes. And oh. you can actually get your picture taken right. and, 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 and say, you know, I did this. Right. You know, so um, that was very, very cool. And then uh, I came down through, uh, uh, through the East Coast, you know, and, and, and worked my way down through Annapolis and everything else like that. Yes. Uh, went through Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is a tough place. It's and nice. and, and uh, you could feel the stress, you know, it was right after Charlottesville. Okay. And okay. There, was, yes. there was a lot of that. Right. Uh, very, very, there. yeah, yes. very tough. Right. Uh, that was a difficult thing for those folks, you I know, in Maryland, imagine. Washington area, right. or Virginia, Maryland, you know, uh, area. That was a tough thing. Yes. Um, Annapolis is gorgeous, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I worked my way, you know, kept working my way south in uh, Charleston, Savannah, you know, and all that. So, oh, and, and, and came home, uh, and I got home on the 28th of August. Oh, so. that's amazing. You know yeah. what? It's almost like a, you, you know, we talked about everyone... We're all in this together, uh, as a nation, pulling together, and, and uh, that's really what you did. I mean, from an outsider looking in, you know, traveling to the four corners, you're almost like with your lasso, and you're, you're pulling <laughs> it in. And um, I, I salute you for doing that. I think it's a wonderful thing, and eye-opening, eye not just for you, but for us, all of us, as a nation, and really creating that all-encompassing, important awareness for right. cancer yeah. and uh, the resource that, that you founded, Allies Alliance. Right. Yes. Well, that, you know, we, we wanted to raise awareness, and I, and, and I, I think we made a, a dent in that. So. You definitely did. You so. definitely did. Well, on behalf of the entire Plum Talk team, I want to thank you for joining us. This has really been an, a, an amazing experience. It's, it's a great resource, and I, I just I hope we can get it out to a lot of people. Well, thank you so much. I am very appreciative of being here. It's, been a, it's a real blessing.